0: <laughs> yo yo <yeah>.
1: oh, <laughs> it is us, let's of the world. let's go. We um are very excited to announce that we are the hosts of the Swell Times podcast, podcast. representing
2: Christian Surfers Australia.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stoked if you're already listening <laughs> and you're still listening. Yeah, join us. It's going to be a bit of a journey. We'll see how this goes, and we're super keen. Sam, I reckon we need to
2: explain. Who, who, are who, who are we?
1: Yeah, let's talk about when we met. we first met. Um, it's a bit of a love story. <laughs> Buckle down. We'd been living close in proximity for ages. And um, I remember the very first time I heard of you, Mitch, was someone come up to me. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Oh, have you met Mitchell Loveday? And I said, no, I have not. I get that all the time (laughs) (laughs) I actually I'd never get that (laughs) I was
2: stoked you said that
1: (laughs) They said that to me And I was like Nah And they said "Um, Well you need to meet him Because you guys would Kick it off Like you guys would be besties instantly And so I was pretty intrigued I was like Yeah whatever I was was actually a bit I was a bit critical of it I was like Well well, I'll be the judge of that (laughs) But I was also <laughs> like, I actually, he actually sounds like a legend. I'm so keen. Can, so, can I pause you there? Yeah.
2: Because I, I have to confess, I've actually got the exact same story. One of my mates said, dude, Sam Tolman is this new guy on the block. <laughs> you have got to meet this guy. You guys will get off like hot cakes. <laughs> and I was just saying, I was like, oh, interested. I'm like, but who is this guy? Yeah. Like, I was almost <laughs> a little bit nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what, if, what if we don't? What if you don't hit it yeah, off? True. Like
1: true the pressure A. Eh? And then um and even driving around standing it was sort of like, I wonder if that's Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I that's wonder if that's heart. my future best friend, so they say. Anyway. There was a lot of hype around it. Like, yeah.
2: And there was like a good two months everyone was talking about it and we hadn't. Well, read.
1: everyone was talking about it. It was probably oh, like there's three, three people three in Stanwell like, Park. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a small town. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was um anyway. And then eventually um, we both were at a CS meeting one afternoon talking about CS Stanley and the Groms and the mission there. And I remember I was already there and I was sort of hanging out with the crew and then you walked in and, um, and I, I remember, did you say the dot? did I say it first? Just say, I don't know. I said, are you Mitchell Loveday?
2: <laughs> and I was like, you Sam told me
1: <laughs> And I said... I'm pretty sure we're supposed to be best friends.
2: So. I remember it slightly different. Maybe it was the first time we met one-on-one. We're like, okay. oh, let's like cement this friendship. Let's have like a... Let's, uh, let's have a date. Like a man date. Oh, <laughs> just sure. me and Sam. And we're like, oh, let's go surf Stanny. It's just like the local beachy. <laughs> uh, like we we're both frothing a little bit... Ner- you know when you've gone a first man date? Or you just make a friend? Yeah, you're like, you're like oh, like, are we, are we friends? Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we... Um, I don't, we text each other, like, oh, let's go for a surf. Like, a mm. little icebreaker, you got activity. Um, and so it wouldn't get awkward if we ran out of combo or something. Yeah. We can just surf. And we got to the beach, and then, no joke, it was like a 50 knot southerly and no swells, probably like half a foot. <laughs> I had my shortboard and you had your blue foamy. <laughs> yeah. And we both were just standing at the beach. I remember this image <laughs> so clearly. We both just stand and just look in the order. And I'm like, we're probably both thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> what the heck are we doing? <laughs> we both just went, look sick out yeah, there. It looks
1: so good. Let's get, let's get out there. <laughs> yeah, I remember it because the first like two minutes there was no wind at all and it was sort of like a little bit clean maybe. And then as soon as we got out there, yeah, this southerly right. from frigging Tassie <laughs> hit us, dude. With the four-finger southerly. <laughs> oh, bro, with force. And we stayed out there for half an hour. <laughs> we Probably longer. Miles. No one caught any waves, <laughs> no. but we were just frothing that we were out there, just both of us. And we ended up like, let we were like... Have you got a girlfriend? Or like, <laughs> where are you from, dude? Like, yeah. this is sick, eh? Hey. Do you like do you like toasties? Yeah. <laughs>
2: it was legit the type of wind, though. You, I remember getting back on the beach. It was that type of wind that you're like, you're trying to hold your board in the wind, and you're doing like windmills.
1: You're just
0: like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> People would have thought we were interpretive dancing for sure. Best first date. Yeah, um, so that's how we met, and it's just been um, it's just been uphill from there, Mitchy, and then. Push came to shove and we've um, we've done a bit of CS together, done a lot of life, done a few mm. trips. And then we had the privilege of emceeing the last gathering up at Stanny. We like gave people chickens for, for like for lost property that we found. <laughs> they had to look after chickens. We, we strapped people's fruit to people's hands, every, all this stuff. Mm. It was funny. As, and the reason why um, Christian Surfers Australia has asked us to, to host this Swell Times podcast is because we want to bridge the gap between the Christian surfers, national staff, and the national movement as an organisation to the individual, and we wanted to make it a bit more personal so that you can mm. actually hear the stories from the ground of wh- what God is actually doing in the surfing communities around Australia. Mm. So it's no longer just a, a you know a monthly email newsletter just letting you know what's going on or what you could um, how you could um, invest or serve into stuff, but it's actually like. You can hear stories and you can mm. laugh and you can follow along as we go because um, this is going to be like a weekly thing.
2: It's like also to encourage, yeah. hear stories, learn about Jesus, learn what CS is doing. Um, and I know personally, I always forget like there's another, I don't even know how many missions are happening so many, in yeah. Australia, let alone the world, mm. into let alone the galaxy Yeah, that... <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude, see, that's Mars, dude. It could be going to off. Mars less. <laughs> <Ooh.
2: laughs> you kind of forget, like, in your local area, your local mission, apart from National Gathering, mm. which is on a year, all this amazing stuff's happening. Yeah. And so many people are involved. And we want to tell you and encourage you what's happening and what's going on mm. and how Jesus is moving around the country. So good. Um, and also to give you updates on what's happening with CSA and reminders and
1: mm. you know it's a cool way for you just to hear some sick stories and just feel like you're a part of something bigger because cs is such a cool tribe mm. of people it's a big family unit um and i remember that you'd probably have the same experience walking into the first national gathering or uh, coming to a mission or something you just what? sort of feel what like you going on yeah <laughs> yeah what is going on but also i think i've just I'm, i've finally come home yeah my i Found my tribe yeah and if it suits you, you'll know straight away, instantly. Because mm. I remember walking in the and I just went, I've, I'm Ooh. here. I made it.
2: <laughs> time for Surf Check. What yeah. is Surf Check?
1: Surf Check is a time, Mitch, that we actually, we learn about what's happening all around Australia and we Sick. get to zoom in, if you will. Ooh. To different states and different missions and what's actually going on for them so on the ground um first up in victoria we have Stefan and elise
2: ah oh, Stefan and elise these absolute legends yep we got some um hot goss from down vico way mm-hmm. that there's an awesome community in melbourne with a few new leaders coming for 2023 yeah which is pretty damn exciting
1: super stoking
2: what else is happening, Sammy?
1: Uh, dude, we got regional camp. Regional camp Ooh. was awesome down there. Uh, with they had nearly a hundred Vicos turning up to surf together yeah. and worship and learn together. How good's that? One hundred. There's no better time. That's a than lot that. of crew. Eh? That's a few people. Imagine <laughs> hundred crew <laughs> rocking, up rocking up to your local. It's just like that's like all, that's half the size of a gather. <laughs> Imagine oh, yeah, just for the regional—they're doing well, bro. Go Vico, let's go! Yeah, what's moving? Vico—that's hey, about—that's
2: <laughs> about fifty times the population of Stanwell Park. <laughs> 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 man, yeah. what else is happening? Each mission is continuing over summer. As I'm super keen to see more and more people getting involved with each of the SAS groups of Vic.
1: That's it, and that's um, cool. That's good, and we got that's some awesome. prayer points for Vic as well. Um, some of the prayer points of Vic is that people. Coming into leadership would be awesome examples of Christ who inspire uh, all the frothers of CS to continue to know Jesus. That's a heaps good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also prayer that God keeps sending surfers into CS so that every surfer in every surfing community can have the opportunity to know Jesus, which is our mission statement. I love that mission statement. So good. It's It's
2: sharp. Unreal. Sharp. Succinct. Yeah.
1: It's just like... What do you call it? It's like surgical. It's just straight Ooh. to the point, dude. That's a good one. Straight man. up the guts, mate. <laughs> straight up the guts. <laughs> yeah. So if you um if you're the praying sort, that's some prayer points for Vico. Yeah, and just a heads like a hats off to Vico. Heads off as well.
2: Heads off. Heads off to Vico. <laughs> <laughs> heads will be off if a hundred of them turn up to <laughs> to the next point. Oh, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's unreal. Yeah. Good on you, Vico. We love your guts. Mm. your Stefan, and Elise, and um, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be praying for you. So good, and love to hear the news. Oh yeah, so check out. Stay tuned. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: Australia wide, Australia wide, Australia wide.
1: Dude, what happens if we hit a thousand subscribers? All right, this
2: is this is very (laughs) exciting news, people. We
1: have to mention this first up. We have
2: to. We just have to get to the crux of it. So, we, me and Sam, got a call. From Lucas Bartlett, who's the regional coordinator of Vico.
1: Yeah, he also heads up for so, um, the and sea uh, salt internship.
2: And he rang me and Sam and said, "Guys, we've got a podcast idea. It's going to be fun." And me and Sam were frothing, but we had one condition—really
1: <laughs> important too, really important condition.
2: And, and we thought about it, and we came back with our terms and conditions. Yeah, and we said, Lucas, we will only do this podcast if. You agree, <laughs> and we have evidence of this—audio r- evidence. Maybe audio we'll play video this. Evidence. If if we hit one thousand subscribers, Lucas Bartlett <laughs> has to get a tattoo. Regrets on his buttocks. <laughs> as soon as we hit one thousand subscribers, so I reckon <laughs> it's a bit of a feat, but I reckon we've got this.
1: I reckon it can happen pretty quickly. So we're <laughs> gonna ask
2: everyone, please subscribe. and i'm sure you'll get a lot of wisdom and laughs along the way
1: yeah because along with our shenanigans and our sidetracked and our getting excited too quickly (laughs) and thinking that we're both the funniest people on the planet (laughs) um we actually do have some super (laughs) exciting things lined up for you guys yeah we've got some sick people that we're going to talk to uh we got some and they're full of wisdom eh? like so full of fire
2: Absolute fire. Like
1: drinking water from a fire hydrant. And um, you just don't know what exactly to take in, but you know it's all good. So there's there's going to be some awesome people hearing from different perspectives of, of what God's doing from around the world. And we are representing Christian Surfers Australia. But who else are we representing?
2: Most of all, we're representing Jesus. Yeah. Um, he's the, the man upstairs that means Sam, both love dearly. Yeah, we want to bring Christ to your earphones um a lot all our interviewees want to do the same and encourage and share their experiences and wisdom um and got so much to share so So much we're stoked to be doing this we mm. are frothing. Yeah. Probably a bit too frothy.
1: Dude, it's not hard where you get frothed up so easily. Me and Sam, before we started recording, <laughs> <laughs> spent
2: like 20 minutes rapping and <laughs> dancing just to get hyped, <laughs> to cool ourselves oh, no, down. Oh, yeah, to cool ourselves down. Probably yeah. to cool ourselves down. <laughs> um, and yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll see how we go on this adventure uh, It'll be sweet it's But thanks be for
2: listening Thanks for jumping on board And <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good time
1: Even if you tune out now Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for getting this far <laughs> Just hit that subscribe button <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: yeah. one more tick along the way <laughs> yeah. And
1: come together and see the tattoo that you contributed toward <laughs> yeah. Alright, Okay. We
2: have an absolute legend for you guys coming yep. to the studio So excited Man, this guy is He's a big boy And he's good quality He he, he has a really nice voice Yeah Like and soothing Yeah Absolutely Calming nature
1: Wisdom But he's a hedge he's, <laughs> a, he's a good dude um, And he goes by Foz The Foz The Foz <laughs> I don't know if he goes by <laughs> The Foz know, But yeah. let's call it The Foz Le Foz <laughs> uh, <laughs> Le Foz With like the, the Slash the of the E LA? Yeah <laughs> Le Foz Um we're going to interview Foz up next, stay tuned, he's a legend, he's uh Cronulla bass and he's, he's got his hands in a few different jars, doesn't he Mitch, in CS and he's got mm. a long running history with CS um, and he's definitely got a lot, a lot of wisdom to offer, so we're, we're super keen to interview him mm-hmm. and hear his heart for um, past, present and future Foz and everything that entails.
2: <laughs> Le future Foz. <laughs> <laughs> Le future Foz. future <laughs> Foz. So we have the fuzz in the hair. Fuzz,
1: big Foz is here with us, and um, we've, been, we've been doing some digging. Oh no! <laughs> 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 but more than that, we've been doing some finding.
2: We've <laughs> struck gold. <laughs> um, <laughs> Look, the list that we got is bigger than your moustache right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do we start? Oh.
1: Um, I reckon we should start with. A good bloke called Sonny Garcia. There was, yeah. there was a few years ago, a few years ago um, I'm pretty sure Shark Island was pumping, was it not? I thought it was two foot, but let's, what do you reckon, Foz? Uh, it was,
0: yeah, a bit bigger than two foot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there weren't many dudes out, but it was yourself, um, Sonny Garcia, and a couple other dudes. And we heard you got an absolute stoinker of a wave.
0: Yeah, just picked the wrong way <laughs> and uh, <laughs> wrong angle. So, yeah. Uh, talk, talk us it. yeah, talk us through it. Yeah, what so happened? Was there to what happened? It
1: too. I'm pretty sure there's picture evidence, isn't there?
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a photo do- <laughs> doing the rounds. And um, but, still, yeah, it's, uh, like it was a really good swell, uh, a little bit sort of east, but then um, crispy. I don't know if you guys know crispy.
1: Yeah, no, no, I think I do. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah and he was sort of involved with carve um, the brand, and so yeah. then so they had Sunny Garcia and another. I think trent munro maybe out and um they were going to surf the island that day and um and crispy said i'll come with this and so i did and then um this yeah just this one came through and it and so we it was breaking sort of really perfectly yeah but um and so you, you're able to sort of come in early sort of from, a, from coming in from behind is what you meant to do. But then this one just came in, it was had the wrong angle and just, just went mutant. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got this biggest kook photo ever, like I saw my arms and legs flying everywhere. And just sort of like got stuffed into the, like into the reef and then brought back over, stuck my leggy and, and, um, but it was a cracker shot, like just a big stack shot, you know, just, like, flying through the air and, um, Part yeah, so of the career. That was my big screen debut. It <laughs> made the page four of the Sydney Morning Herald. <laughs> Famous. <laughs> so that that's, uh, that's my claim to fame. That's my surfing highlight, boys. For career highlight. Oh that. Uh,
1: goodness. That's a good yeah, one. It's uh, better
2: than most, really, isn't it? <laughs> 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 I might have to send that to Dodger's Anonymous. <laughs> you could do it. Yeah, 100%. Or Kick, kick Slams. Yeah. Kick Slams. Yeah. Yeah. Slams
0: classic. Actually, I might not send that in, actually. Did you the The drop got to like got to the bottom and set the line, and then, um, like so, rear rolled into it, but it just and then, as I sort of set the line to sort of look, look, um, at that, you know, you're sort of waiting for it to sort of pitch, and it just like gurgled, you know, it's just three or four lips, and then I just (laughs) almost like it sort of punched me up, and then I was just, yeah, just I didn't even, I can't remember what happened. (laughs) It's got vlogged, so yeah, one of those moments, but yeah. Oh, dear. That's a good one. All right, well, I'm glad we cleared uh, that up. All right, Let's next turn to go.
1: <laughs> Thanks, boys.
2: Um, we hear you're in trouble with the law. Apparently, you've been driving around a
0: stolen vehicle. <laughs> stolen car?
2: A stolen Truby.
0: <laughs> oh, the Truby, yeah, the truby. Yeah, got a visit from Detective Sergeant. He said, oh, you know, where'd you get the car from? And, um, like, he said, oh, he asked me where I was, and I said, oh, I was working. So he came to my job site, and he goes, is this your car? And I said, yeah. He goes, oh, you mind if I take a look for a second? And um, he went and had a look in the, I said, yeah, man, go for it. And he had a look and he opens the bonnet, comes back and says to me, I need the keys. No. Like, what do you mean? He goes, this is this is a stolen vehicle. And so took the car and- you Took it? Took it and that was it. And um, it was like, my, like I'd had it for like three or four months. And- um, oh. Yeah, so it turned out it was like part of this international car rebirthing ring the dude, the dude I bought it from. And, um, had this, and so the motor had been taken from another car and they'd scratch the plates out and change the VIN numbers and everything like that. And, um, what? Anyway, so I just cooperated with the detective, you know. Yeah. So every few, every few weeks he'd catch up with me and he'd take notes and we'd go to the pub and he'd... And we we you know write down like all you know everything that happened and who I met and everything like that. And it was I bought it from a guy up in Brisbane who was the like was the criminal. And um and then yeah about six months later he calls me up and they and goes um oh James just uh it just just come down the station and uh, he gave me the keys and I said what do you mean he goes you can have your car back I said what do you mean I go what did it get cleared or something and he goes oh you've just been really cooperative and. Don't ask any more questions. <laughs> what? No, I don't so know. I just, no. So I went and got it registered, and so I spent six months driving around Shelley's mum's Tarago, and, uh, <laughs> and
1: then, then I got the
0: troopy back. So that was pretty sick. That was yeah. A good oh. So that um, was an epic beast, aren't you? like we took it on CS trips and yeah. oh. towing grommets behind it, and yeah, it was sick. just yeah, it was, turned out to be an awesome truck. So sick. It's, uh, it's so long gone now. It's all what, cleared up then, isn't it? What, <laughs> yeah. what I'm getting from the story though is that. Foz went to the
2: pub with the cop multiple <laughs> times, had a few beers and then got a car that he wasn't
1: meant to. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever in trouble, buy him a schooner. Uh, don't ask any more questions. Oh well, okay. And neither will we. There's a there is another one as well. Um there's apparently a new technique when, when people go shooting, and it's called the fuzzer. <laughs> <laughs> As we've oh, been. this is not the fuzzer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we can't the <laughs> yeah. um, There are other claims that, that maybe call it the Devo, but, yeah, but the... the first one was the fuzzer. And apparently, the whole technique is you put your head so close to the, sco- to the scope. And it butts into your forehead and splits it open, is that right
0: or uh, Yeah, that's that's the technical that's the technical <laughs> description. But the technique, yeah, it's called a FOS and uh, it's <laughs> specific for gun kooks. <laughs> Make all the kooks land pages. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'd never like I'm not like never shot a gun before and yeah, just sort of thought, Oh, you stick your head up against it and pull the trigger and yeah, it just blew my forehead open. <laughs> <laughs> And I tried to hide it, tried to pretend it didn't happen, and then, uh, like yeah, sort of was just playing it cool. And then it was just blood like. dripping off the end of my nose. So. <laughs> <laughs> but then the guys in the the guys that were in the car, like um, that that lit me up for it. Um, one of the guys did it himself, like three months later, even worse. Like like full half moon on his head, scarf of life, you know. <laughs> yeah, so and it's but it's I don't know, it's still called the Foz for some reason. <laughs> uh, so, the inventor. Anyway. Someone's
1: always gonna one up you, but yeah, I feel like you definitely innovated that that yeah, technique. Yeah. So. yeah, I
0: brought it, I invented it. Yeah. If you cook anything, it's just called Halls. It's a new segment in Kook Slams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: Um, you're, you're a family man, All right. tell us a bit about your life.
0: Yeah, we've got a small footy team mate, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so four kids, so wow. um, girl, boy, girl, girl, uh, eldest is ten, youngest is three, and yeah, married to lovely Shelly, oh, so wow. we're going up to 14 years now. Wow. <laughs> so it's cool. Congrats. Yeah, cool. yeah. How would you score Shelly? Oh, mate, this is a tip, boys, hot tip. If you're way out of your depth, lock it in early. That's the key, right? Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I did, so, yeah. We met, actually met in Bali on a surf trip, just randomly, and, um, and, yeah, just sort of got chatting, and then she worked at, at the tradies, local tradies, and I just kept dropping in, and, then I randomly I'd see her in the traffic. It kind of feels like one of those meant to be things, you know. Yeah. And um, and so, yeah, proposed after two years of dating and, and locked it in. I think it was all done and dusted by 22 boys. Wow. So, oh, yeah. 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 And then straight after that, we went like the honeymoon around Australia for a year in the van. Sick. That was, um, so, Dream. yeah, that's our... Not a stolen van? F- <laughs> no, no. This, no this, 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 this one was legit. Um, but yeah so that was maybe that's a, to answer your question how did i get it maybe i've dangled the carrot of a trip around australia maybe that was it yeah, uh, yeah, so, nice.
2: mm. what are you doing for a job what's what's, um, you, what's your bread
0: yeah so the the bread and butter is like i run a company called forest small homes and um so 1-800-300 yeah, yeah. here's a plug here's a plug so yeah. um shameless but yeah it's shameless. so we yeah it, basically we build like um we focus on a beautiful affordability so we have a bunch of little cottages that we build um and you know a few we've got a few that's that's my like i'm a carpenter builder mm. uh, by trade and then i've gone on to do some other study after that but uh, that's that's been the start of the company and that's what keeps me busy every day so, so uh, yeah it's cool man
1: and you're off the tools obviously
0: yeah, off the tools now, mate. I'm like, like, uh, e- email champion. You're so the finger uh, pointer. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> keyboard, keyboard warrior. Mate. Uh, you, I miss it. You? I miss it, bad boys, but, um, but it's yeah, part of the game. I think you know. So, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I, um, I heard,
2: I feel like you've been pretty humble here. Yeah. <laughs> You have a very successful yeah. business, and I think you're the reason for overdeveloped development in the Shire. <laughs> <I thought what? laughs> overdeveloped. <Over-dive> <laughs> so I
1: think you know, work did on that one. Did, did you mean overdevelopment? Yeah. I, yeah. Like yeah, no, I blew the Shire
0: up, boys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're coming down south too. i <laughs> have to get i yeah. to <laughs> take over. Yeah.
1: Now that we've gotten to know you a bit better, mm. let's get into um, a bit more of the meat of the CS stuff. So. Could you fill us in on a bit of um, the history with yourself and CS? Maybe like where it started and and how you first fell in love with CS.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's been an awesome journey with CS over like a long time now. Uh, I think I started at CS when I was I think I was sixteen. Sixteen came in just a friend of mine um, like wanted to introduce me. Knew I knew I love the Lord and then knew I love surfing. So he said I oh, should catch up with these guys. Come and meet this guy and so I came in as like probably an older grommet the cronulla was running like a Monday night just hangout out thing at the time and with like grommets sort of high school like grade seven to sort of ten you know mm. and uh so I got involved there and just started so that was like old been like one of the older grommets but I came in and I uh, just got to know everyone and then started helping out and then like yeah eventually like I ran that for I was involved there for like maybe six or seven years, you know, um, doing all the pro, like all the like taking the kids away, and we're just yeah, sick memories, man. Some of the best memories ever. So mm. that was the that was the start of it, and then yeah, then it's had multiple iterations since, yeah.
1: Sick. What about like a favorite CS event for you to date?
0: Oh, it's a good one.
1: <laughs> maybe the 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 best legal one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Times are changing, boys, but we but we probably there's a couple of highlights but one that one that gets um gets like it had me reflecting when i drove down here actually was we came we came down to stanley where are you going with this you one were you, I there. you were there asking <laughs> uh, so question so i thought i'd, I'd catch you off at the pass but um yeah we we brought a bunch of grommets down from Cronulla, and there was a bunch of grommets here in stanley and then we and we met up I don't even know how it escalated, but it was, um, we met up at the the ovals there and then it turned into some like massive tribal warfare thing. And then next thing I know, there's like 50 kids um, running across, like 50 kids on each side of the oval running across egging each other and, <laughs> and um, throwing flour on each other. And it was just this massive melee, uh, melee, 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 oh, and, um And yeah, and then it was like, like a full, I think it was a live band there as well. And, <laughs> oh, and, uh, so I yeah, it was, I was a, flying. <laughs> yeah, and that was cool. And then it, yeah, it was just a good experience. Everyone got got along well. But um, after <laughs> after it, after the tr- trouble troublemakers got sent to hospital. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, uh, like? yeah, one kid, yeah, because
2: i think yeah, it was a dozen brews.
0: it's just hard to control in that it? um, and then <laughs> one of the other cool cool ones was we used to go to like canterbury ice rink and fill the ute up with shaved ice they'd shave the ice rink every Sick. every week like yeah. as part of their thing and then you'd turn up and you could fill utes and vans like with um the shaved ice and then we'd drive it back to cronulla and put carpet down on the hill and put like all the shaved ice down and you could do um like we would get the snowboards out and like set up a little kicker and, yeah it was really cool and the ice wow. had last, lasted last ages what so that was a really cool really cool thing we used, we did that regularly actually well wow. and then, um i mean obviously we had, we had skate nights and stuff and hmm. that was cool but and then then yeah the, the camps and everything were, were another level again so that was cool
1: Sounds like we need to bring back some shaved ice, yeah. snowboard nights. Mm. That sounds sick. I'm sorry I'm
0: still
2: bruised from that night you boys came down. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. That was no. one of the scariest things of my life. All the Cronulla boys, I was like, fucking there's 40 of them yeah. on the hill. You know, like Lord of the Rings, where like the orcs. Like Before the big battle. And legit, they lined up in the line. <laughs> and like, everyone was prepped. And it's no joke, it started raining and it was muddy. legit we
0: like ran in a line it got hectic well it was meant to be like just easy going and then you see like little sort of things erupting around the place And then before we knew it it was like full wrestle rumbles mud fights it was like yeah so but it was it was kind of kind of worked out yeah it was all all in good heart
2: the best thing of all we have a local um 2508 postcode magazine and they have a cheers and cheers section (laughs)
0: in <laughs> the juice section was like cheers to the boys who were wrestling in the footy fields. <laughs> yeah, we, well well Keno had to go back. Like Keno got a call from the council and they made him go back and clean the oval. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. Cause we were running skate nights, we were coming down and skating at the at the Helensburgh skate park. Yeah. Yeah. And then I tried to have you guys been can you guys drop in on that little vert ramp? On the vert, yeah. that or the I know the, people that uh, can. the wall ride one. This is back to kook slams again. Like, <laughs> oh, have you tried to, do, to do it? To do it. <laughs> tried to do this it. Tried to do it. Went over the front. My knee went through the skateboard, snapped it in half, <laughs> and I came down, put my arm down, and had a radial head fracture, like so, I snapped the bone like a piece of timber <laughs> in, the, in my elbow here, <laughs> and I'll oh, be like dirty. four screws and stuff. Just, no and way. I just kooked it back. on it's that like, vert wall. In yeah, in the just vert. Like, just. It goes, and it goes really, like, vertical for a bit, and then the transition's, like, really yeah. abrupt. It's, like, four foot of a drop, yeah. and yeah. then, like, the, the transition's, like,
2: like 20 a centimetres. Four, yeah. and, yeah. Yeah. Like and I'm like... I could, You're not you... meant to drop in on it. It's...
0: I could barely even ollie. You know I mean? <laughs> and uh, I don't even know what I was thinking. And, um,
1: I've seen it done and it's so <laughs> impressive, but yeah, mm. I can imagine that thing would fold people mm. if you're not. Yeah. Yeah. So you're f- like fully snapped. It is that the scar in your arm there? Yeah, that
0: like that that there. Yeah, that <laughs> oh does sort of God. open it up and screw it all back together. and that's That's The cushion <laughs> surfer's classic. That one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come to see yeah, so us. Your yeah. kids will be safe. A <laughs> few <your> hospital trips. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
2: Oh. So you've been chron- running craniosis for ages. Mm. What were some of the challenges or Positives or what you had to overcome,
0: and how and how did you do it? I think like the challenges that we we face, like I think in, in any any sort of like ministry, it's a it's probably about going with with where your area is at the time, you know. And so we probably some of the challenges that we had was maybe trying to hold on to to some of the structures that that we had always done when our area and our area's needs were changing you know and so um i think adjusting to the higher level responsibility and child protection stuff that that changed there was a lot more the challenges that we faced was just that greater level of um, paperwork and things that we needed to adjust to Mm. Um, and then there was times where we felt we didn't have the structures in place to do that well enough and we had to we had to pretty much say, look, we need to just back off until we can get our um, systems and processes in place. You know? So I think um, that was one of, the, one of the challenges that we faced, uh, but we adapted and, and ended up coming around. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking about other challenges. Every area has its different cultures and environments and Cronulla at the time was changing really quickly. You know, it was coming from quite a working class, um, area to well, quite an affluent area, you know? And so that changed, that changed the, um, sort of like the original, the kids that were coming were sort of broken homes and, and a lot of social issues. And then that, that sort of demographic changed um, over, over, over a couple of years actually. Right. You know? um, and so, I mean, that was probably circumstantial for us at the time as well, but I think it was sort of indicative of a bigger change in the area and so we yeah, we had to adapt you know so i think i think not holding on to your structures mm. too much but really going where the need is that's cool it's the lesson that we learned yeah,
1: yeah. and yeah. what's from that i guess what does it look like today
0: local mission um in crinola like looked so it's had it's had a number of different iterations effectively mm. um but yeah, the most current one is like um running like a young adults uh, catch-up every yeah. fortnight at the beach, bringing everyone together, like my daughter and Shell go, um, they'll surf and, and everyone will catch up and then have a bacon and a growl. Uh, and then that seems to be, yeah, getting bigger every week. One of the girls, um, Serena stepped up and she's loving that, running that, mm. so men Shell sort of get behind her and mm. um, that's where it's at currently, you know. It's really cool to see the different, different seasons, you know.
1: Mm. How,
0: how have you managed? Because, like,
1: Stanley
2: Sass has done a similar thing to you guys. Um, I think COVID played a big part in some yeah. of that stuff, um, which is a, always a tricky thing to juggle. Like, no one really was prepared for that or could be prepared. But how did you, like, manage, like, that? Tr- those transition periods?
0: Yeah, the changes. You know, COVID, COVID was what really, like, we were running a big board riders. Um, mm. at the beginning of COVID. And so COVID sort of changed that, that finished. Um, but it was it was also like, like listening to where the needs in our communities were, you know. And so, like, I feel like the different faces of CS Cronulla have been a function of where our communities need has been. Mm. And so, I mean, managing that change is always difficult uh, because, I mean... Yeah, there's like a you know, whole whole suite of different things that you get you get in place, systems and procedures, and then every time you change, you have to re reimagine those. Um, but I feel like wherever there's there's a heart for community, uh, and um, that change can be can be managed. Uh, and so yeah, having good diversity in that crew, having some older guys there, just sort of sitting in the background and just helping you along the way and giving bits of advice is is key as well you know Mm -hmm. so um but i think to answer your question around how to manage the different changes i think it's just get the heart right you know Mm -hmm. and then from that things seem to flow Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then i feel like it's a a way more uh organic place as well instead of just creating a a moment every fortnight or something you're creating a culture and it's who's in front of me? How can I love that person in particular? And from then it's people start to um, remember like, oh man, that time foz invested into me. I actually mm. want to go back next weekend because that's mm. mad. And so that culture starts to yeah build up, which is a really cool grassroots way of doing it. Mm. I think it's, yeah,
0: it's good. Mm. Like people are drawn to people, right? And so, and I think that's what across all of its different faces, CS Cronulla has had a core of love, um, and um, kindness to it, you know. Mm. So I think that's what's always drawn people, and so that that's meant that, irrespective of its form, um, it's always been able to have a strong influence, you know, mm. or even a following. So mm. um, that yeah, that was one consistent amongst all the change. So, mm.
1: Is there still a grummies thing happening in Cronulla at the moment?
0: Not not at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So that like we're thinking. It's probably a gap, you know, yeah. probably a gap. But mm. uh, so, but like, so we, we, we had like the board riders was strong for the grommies. Mm. Um, so the, well the, they had the Monday nights and then a lot of those Monday night kids came across the board riders and then we we're still going away on the te- regional teams challenge, but there's nothing running for, you know, the proper groms yeah. anymore, structured wise, you know. Mm. So yeah, like a couple of, couple of them work for me now. Oh, cool. Um, so in that, in that way, we still have contact. So, yep. um, yeah. So.
1: that's a good contact. Right. It's really cool. <laughs> you really have cool. to come in Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you there, boys. <laughs> You're working Saturday. Met yeah. you at Wanda. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Just for anyone listening, if they're sitting there going, "Man, I, I sort of have a heart to run something, but I don't know where or how practically to start something," um, you've got you've had a lot of experience and put your hand in a few different jars in terms of board riders and grummies and stuff. Um, what would be your encouragement to someone that's like, I want to serve, but I don't know how. I don't know how to start it. Mm. Um, some steps practically.
0: Yeah, like if you've like if you're in you're in an area, you've got a half for your community, um, and you know love for surfing. but the first step for us has always been just finding people with us with the same heart and catching up, mm. you know, um, and then listening, you know, listening you know, carving out some time to be sort of deliberate about um, what each person has got going on internally, you know, as far as their heart for the Lord, what they like to see and just fanning that, you know, um, mm-hmm. and just letting that grow and then reaching out, resourcing that um, and then, you know, letting it, letting it become something, you know. And so I think that's, that's the organic, that's the most organic and authentic way uh, in my experience is to just gather as a group um, who has the same a group of people who have a similar, similar heart for, for the local area or the community. That's mm. the first step, I reckon. Um, even if it's just pizza, it once you know, p- pizza once a week,, a you know, Thursday arvo after work, catch up somewhere in the local area and, and, and start the conversation. And is there, has there any been like um, examples of like, because a lot of grommies
2: went through kind of your leadership and stuff. Um, is there any like particular grums or stories or impact you've seen in a few grommies in your time?
0: Yeah, there was, you know, like a, like a lot of really amazing stories. You know, a lot of kids sort of, that are grown up now, they're, they're full grown men or women and they'll come and say, you know, they, those CS days were the best days of our lives, you know, um, and mm-hmm. you know, it's interesting to see where, just because of, of the way, it, I think it was the way that they, they felt and the experiences they had particularly going away. Um, but one, one, one story stands out, like we had a group of kids that came right through and uh, one of them, then Shelley and I, like as I mentioned before, we went on our honeymoon around Australia and one of the kids, whilst we were traveling, um, got diagnosed with uh, leukemia lymphoma, which is a, a blood cancer. And he, yeah, I just, I had him, like we were up in up in the territory, up in the Kimberley, and, and uh, just felt like one night God said, go home and pray for him, you know? Um, just get on a plane, go and pray for him, woof. We'll pretty much flat broke at the time um and so we were just I was, we was just about to start building a deck up there and getting some money um and then but i just i felt the conviction i don't know if it was just it was just i and i even remember where i was when i felt that conviction you know it was up like up at kakadu we were looking up um it wasn't the kimberley we were up in kakadu national park and um good spot and oh classic and Man, then it was just, yeah, it was that one night I was looking up, the stars up there, incredible, and just, yeah, it was, you know, I'm not, don't often hear from the Lord like that really clear, I've only had a few moments in my life, but that was one of them, and so then I rang a mate, Nick Gilmore, who um, sold School CS, and I just said, look, this is the conviction on my heart, what do you think I should do here, you know? Like, like, I wanna fly home and pray for him, is that gonna be weird? It's obviously a hard time for him and his family, Mm. Um, completely unchurched. what do you think? And he said, he said, oh I think you should take this money from me, um, which is seven hundred and fifty bucks he had to set aside in an account to fly home. And uh he said, how much is the flight? And it was like almost to the dollar, no, the amount of money no, they had. No. In his so he had this account set aside, and he, it was almost to the dollar. So I rang Matty, and um, who was the, who was the grommet, and just said, mate, just. Uh, this is weird, man, but I just, you know, I'm a long way away. I haven't seen you in six months, but I just want to wanna come home and pray for you. And uh, he says, all right, Fozzie, he goes, where, where are you? I said, I'm up, up in Darwin, like up in, like, going between Litchfield and Kakadu National Park. And he goes, mate, I just, I need to get away. Can I come up? Oh, and, oh. Um, and we spent the next two weeks... Man, it was like a beautiful two weeks, like going between Berry Springs, like these crystal clear hot springs, and laying hands, just praying for him. And nice. then we, yeah, you know, we were going through Litchfield and all the waterfalls, and and then you know we're doing croc tours, and um he gave us a hand building the deck, and yeah, it was a really cool, really cool experience to have with him there. And so it was me and Show, and we just, and he, we were in the share house with his doctor and a nurse, and at. Um, which is where we're building the deck actually. And Matty was just camping in the combi, you know, and we, and we were sleeping in the basement. And, and uh, so it, it was a really cool experience. And so I rang my mate Nick and said, mate, I didn't fly down. I better give you this cash back. And he said, mate, nah, keep it. So we used that to do the croc tours and, nice. and everything. And then, um, yeah, he flew home, I uh, flew home and uh, we kept in touch uh, throughout. And that was the last I saw of him. Passed away. So, um, so yeah, he passed away six six months after that visit, and I got to speak at the funeral um, and got to uh, really spend the time ministering to that group of guys that were really heartbroken. You know, and so I think it was that relationship over, you know, probably six six, eight years of their formative lives, you know? Um, and you know, I got to sit with them, got to cry with them, got to walk, walk through that journey. And then also, you know, I sort of dropped you know, drop a bunch of flowers off to his mum every year and got to spend time with them. They were super sus on Christian surface. Like his dad used to, when we used to pick him up, uh, like his dad would stand at the door and be like, you because know, you just sus on religion and and, and that, which is like totally cool, you know, everyone's had a different experience, but mm. um, Matty would always be like, dad, no, nah, it's cool, I really wanna go. And, but the dad would be like staring at us through the window, I wanna pick him up. And uh, <laughs> this anyway, guy this yeah, 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 yeah. Pick him up in the combi van. And, and then at the, at the funeral, his dad came up to us and um, just said, look, I was super sus on you guys to begin with, but. Um, I can just see how big an impact you've had in Matt's life, and um, just really stoked for your involvement. And no thanks for everything you guys have done. So uh, we still, yeah, we still re- we still keep in touch. But that was a big impact, you know. And that was just that was just uh, I think just being there, you know. Mm. And and those guys knew Matt knew who I was. He knew my heart. He knew Shell, um, and enough to feel comfortable. And you never know what happened in those two weeks for him up there, up in that, that sort of open country, you know, and mm. uh, how, you know, that affect, affected him and, and what he was able to see of God in those couple of weeks. And it just got him out of his environment, you know. Yep. He was in a lot of pain, but he was still completely able-bodied. And um, it was, we got this classic shot. Yeah, it was like we were at this waterfall in Litchfield and, and the water was crystal clear and I swam right down oh, to the bottom and, and and pointed the camera up and got this photo of of Maddie sort of just floating at the surface you know with the light sort of running through the water and and um, you know it was like this sort of opaque sort of green incredible colors and shades in this image and that was the image they used at the funeral you know and wow. uh, and that yeah it was just yeah, it was just yeah reminiscent of of god's heart for people you know like it was obvious that god was devising ways to um bring those who are estranged from him back to him you know and in, in the most random way possible you know from the other side of the country
1: far out what a story what a testimony <laughs> eh? it's just crazy to just to hear how god works sometimes just in ways that you're like, yeah, I don't know if this is him, but I'll just trust it and see what happens. And then that stuff happens and it's just the testimony from that is ridiculous. That's mm. so cool. Well, future, future CS, Cronulla, future um, Foz and, and the fam, What's what what have you got in plans? Obviously, there's lots to put up to God and trust him with, but if you could um, sort of have an aim or a goal for CS in Cronulla or... Yeah, just anything that you're involved with. What what would that look like?
0: My involvement in CS will be probably a lifetime involvement. You know, in in in, a, in various different ways. You know, um, last few years have been you know like we've we've been just focusing on sort of you know raising the kids um, and and getting settled there. So it's probably been last sort of 12, 18 months we've been less involved. Um, but now Shell just really wants to step in and help Serena run the stuff in Kerala. Um And so the next stage is probably for our kids, you know, like mm-hmm. looking at what you we know, are, what it's like, our, my eldest daughter Summer, she loves surfing, she's ripping. So, um, and she's loving surfing with those older girls. So I think Shell will probably pay, play a key role for um, that that next season that's sort of evolving and growing. And then, and my piece of the puzzle is, I think like the bigger picture for me is is in the company to, um, you know be bringing guys in uh, training them up um, getting them able to build their own homes in in four years so that's um, mm. you know from from a standing start and so that's where I think yeah, my CS ministry will will be flowing from sort of bringing guys in equipping them um, getting them tooled up and um, getting them skilled up and then and mm. then back out so we, we, we've got a we've got uh, two two ex. Uh, three ex grommets on that journey now. Um that
1: have signed into an apprenticeship. Yeah. Wow. Yeah,
0: so, so one one guy you know, one guy just finished, Billy, he's out there, shout out to Bill. He's done amazing, just run his own job. The other run pretty much ran his own job this year, so that's really cool. And then and then Bill. And Dane and then um is an ex grommet uh and Willie so Willie's first year, Dane's Second and a half year, and so I'd love to be love to be producing sort of two to five tradies a year. If I could. Wow, um, that'd be an amazing outcome for us. So, mm, that's what, hey, and mate. so I think see so in, in the way that we'll partner with CS in that. So one of the one of the old um, CS missionary guys, Richie uh, Hadfield. Shout out to Richie. Richie. That's uh. Shout out to Richard Hadfield. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, the Mad Dog, and, uh, <laughs> so he's the general manager, and so he yeah same heart um and so we're just doing CS again but just it's obviously in a formal way in the open marketplaces
1: that's so sick because it, it's it's um it's a trade in that the culture is quite rough isn't it and i was you know generally and so it's so cool to hear that heart behind like discipleship it's not just mm. equipping them with you want to build your own house but it really sounds like the heart is i actually want to i want to teach you more than just carpentry skills Mm. and um i want to produce good men that go out there and can build futures and Mm. and build more than just like physical things
0: yeah big time you know Mm. like i think i think you know an apprenticeship you grow as a person you know yeah regardless i mean obviously they're great skill set but it's a formative season Mm for anyone doing going through an apprenticeship. You're doing one at the moment, is that right? I am at the moment, yeah. Sick. yeah, yeah. And <laughs> um and so yeah, they're formative, yeah, you know, really formative experiences. And so I think not only yeah, you you're by default adopting the culture of that of of the senior people in that environment. And so, you know, so I think that's where if we just be ourselves, uh, and, and like guys like Richie and myself, um who are the senior guys, and then um, a couple other the, the guys. So we've got um, engineers as well. Um, mm. So you know, and they're able to just see the way we live our life, um, which is centered around a living relationship with Jesus. You know, and so you know, we don't, and they, they're just watching everything. You know, so um, it puts a big responsibility on us as a company to be yeah. um, conscionable and 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 upright in the way that we the way that we operate. Yeah. for better or for worse mm. um, but I think it it definitely is a, is a way to, to have a, a lasting and mutually beneficial impact you know so. Mm. Mm.
1: Sounds like you got your hands full but very fulfilling stuff it sounds like as mm. well so.
0: Yeah it's rich man it's a rich yeah. season at the moment you know even just with the kids at, at their age the age my little kids are at and in this place space where the business is in and Sometimes it you know, it goes it's certainly certainly full but I'd call it rich, you know. Mm. Um and like it's challenging, like I feel stretched all the time, but I certainly feel that it's uh that it's it's where I'm meant to be, you know. That's a cool that's a cool moment, you know. Mm. When you have that oh, this is where I'm meant to be, you know. Like mm. so yeah, yeah, that's cool. Probably feel that conviction more now in this season than than ever, you know. Um, so that's cool mm. that's special mm. Oh yeah.
1: well props to you man it takes I'm, I'm sure a lot of hard work to get to a place like that so testament to your character I'm sure
2: mm. <laughs> and not just putting it in the box like I know it's easy just to put out the CS box or the God box but it's just so evident through the convo just like Jesus is just the centre of everything work mm. CS surfing family like mm. it's just yeah
0: so centered, which is such an encouragement. Mm. Yeah, it's and that's I mean that's that's the mandate, lads. You know, I think you know in all of it. I think if I think if we we work on proximity to Jesus and you know, the condition of our heart, you know, there things things will will naturally overflow. You know, and uh, and I think it's just about listening and and like listening and, and running with it. You know, so that's that's really the. Probably the firmest mandate, like the company, like for for the for the for the um, CS guys in the company, um, that's that's what we're sort of um, pretty firm on, just maintaining that as a as a professional discipline, you know. But so the company, but we you know we sort of make sure we, we have you know probably only forty percent charged, you know. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's sort I'll of our yeah. You know, we sort of could be outnumbered and and um. And be able to just, yeah, minister on the front line. So, it's cool. So mm-hmm. good. And
2: is there anything, um, like, we can pray for you, or prayer points for the future through, for your business or mm-hmm. CS or Cronulla or family? Is
0: <clears throat> Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, like, a man, you, you're kind of selfish, but I'd, take, I'd totally take prayer for myself, you know. Mm. Um, I think... Yeah, you're always feeling you feeling the pressure all the time to yeah shift your focus or look you know look look at other things or, or hold on things too tightly or you know you, you know your ego's always clawing at the door. Um, you're you've always got um, your own stuff, your own issues in the way. So I take prayer for 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 that that you know Jesus is rule and reign in that in that space. You know that He would be. He would be the dominant feature in in, in 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 my growth personally, you know. So and then I think from there from there we'll, that'll flow into my kids, that'll flow into the business, that'll flow into all of the areas of influence that I've um, been humbled enough and luck, blessed enough to be placed in. So yeah, so I'd um, just straight up ask for prayer for myself. <laughs> <laughs> my <guy. laughs>
1: Well, it's been a pleasure. There's so much wisdom. I feel like we we only have just scratched the surface. We could have been talking for no. hours, but thank you so much for coming in. It's, oh, been, a, it's been a privilege. You got such a smoothing voice too. It. Like it's just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like feel so peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like every question I ask I'm like, I'm so excited to hear the answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> how and many uh, skillies did you pay to get out of
2: this one <laughs> <laughs> love it lads love it It's cool
1: good awesome. well moral of the story take your enemies out to, to the pub that's it mate <laughs> that's it skill. yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah that's it mate cooperate with the police maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's the, the moral of the story <laughs> <laughs> love it uh, cheers well boys.
1: cheers Legend. legend. Uh, we'll see you around soon. Goodbye. Yeah, good boys. Yeah. cheers Okay, okay, okay.
2: All right, time for the paddle in, Sammy.
1: How good was that? Such a good app. The LeFoz. So good hearing from Lefos. Foz. react reacts. The <laughs> uh, Wizard of Foz. <laughs> no, it's so good to hear from him. All that wisdom. Um, hear what God's doing mm. in his heart. And his local mission and and Mm. everything that Foz is up to and And involved with. So much stuff. Yeah. Remember to pray for
2: Foz. Yeah. His family, Shelly, kids. um, And also remember to pray for the Vico crew, that they'll Mm -hmm. get some more leaders. Um, And just thanks God for everything that's been happening there. It sounds unreal. Yeah. And yeah.
1: So good. That's the end of our very first episode and it's been a whirlwind to say the least so keen for how it's this it's been unreal <laughs> yeah. what a journey. We've had fun so much fluff yeah. so much fluff yeah so good well that's about us Mitch please stay tuned you will not want to miss next episode we have the one and only the man the myth the legend BD is coming in next week it's going to be an epic combo. so much wisdom to be had so much wisdom to learn from super keen for that one so we'll see you next week see you legends. see ya